Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Sakala Duma Radio. She's a Shagana corner. Good day and welcome to the car wash. This is episode number 30. On today's show, Bidvest Vits on the verge of being sold. Uh, we celebrate happy Jale, and there is plenty of international news, but no, none of them are coming as fast as Gabuza down the N1. <laughs> um, I uh, I'm not alone, as you can hear. Uh, usually, a much better comedian than I tells the jokes around here, and his name is Sean Roberts. How are you doing, sir? Slu slu, fantastic, brother. How are you doing, my man? All good, all good. And we have the one, the only Takomudi. Say, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, and you, slu dog. All good, all good. Uh, well, I think I've, I've I've built it up, so you might as well bring us yeah. home there, Sean. Uh, do you have a joke of the day? I don't know if I can beat the Gabuza one, but here we go. Um, did you hear about the soccer player who lived past 100? He's still alive and kicking. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. It's so good. Oh, good stuff. And uh, I think from there we can dive straight on into the first story. Um, I think so. so. It's another weird one. Bitvest of it's apparently mm. on the verge of being sold. Uh, you know, we thought it was only teams like Bloom Celtic who have this weird very very in your face but behind the scenes stuff going on but mm. it is understood TTM owner uh, Masala Mulaudzi has made a deposit of around 10 million rand to Vitz, uh, one of our oldest clubs to secure a deal to get their rights um, and the idea would be that the students would relocate to Limpopo next season uh, funnily enough Vitz board member George Mokotsi says all of this is news to them players and staff they don't know where this is coming from so it's just another very very strange story there's a, there's apparently another durban businessman who's interested in purchasing these rights but what do you guys make of this this thing it just seems like everybody's getting a pslt you get a pslt <laughs> you get a pslt it's like oprah winfrey here buddy you, you know what i mean like what's going on over here man it's if it is true which I, I'm hoping it's not. If it is true, it's a sad, sad day for South African football. Like you say, it's it's. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's. Yeah, it's definitely one of the oldest um, stadiums in the country as well. It's it's one of the better stadiums for me that I ever played. I don't know about you, Teko, but that's always been like a a carpet, you know. And you you sort of in front of this crowd that's on top of you. It's it's always been amazing. But oh man, I just hope I hope it's not true. And 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 what's interesting to understand is that. You look at someone like Cole Alexander or, or Tulani Shachwai or whoever, do you think they want to move to Limpopo? <laughs> I mean, you know, all of a sudden you're talking about Tyson going to Pirates and now he's going to be playing in Limpopo. I just, uh, I, I can't see it happening. And there's also a rule though that, that if an owner has owned a club within the previous 12 months or has an invested interest, he cannot buy a club unless he waits for the 12-month period. So I don't know how this is going to, all work out so I, I don't know I, I i hope it's wrong what do you think Seko? <laughs> um um you know the old saying that says uh whenever there's smoke there's fire yes sir so yep and uh and i've never we've never been in a situation where uh people come out and confirm the rumors they'll always say it's mm. new and it's all that but i'm just saying if if it does happen because of business because People, 
you know, maybe are running out of a loss. You know, they're not making mm. their money back, and it doesn't make any business sense to go forward, which is understandable. Mm. It just did on such transitions like this. You know, most of the time the players are the ones who are getting affected because now the only ones who get quick recognition. You know, maybe the teams that will be interested in uh, the guys that have been doing well. You know, Chilanisha, you call Alexander, Tabang Monare. Yeah, it becomes easy for you guys to move around. But when you just in Sean Roberts, you know, you had two games. And then you don't know what's going to happen because you don't know your rights, first of all. So now you end up going back to, you know, traveling with the team to a different province. And you don't even know what your future, your future entails. So it becomes a problem, mm. especially when those type of things happen. I think it's important for agents or for managers that manages these players and be careful of these transitions because most of the time players get lost between, you know, this, this type of things. But I just hope that it doesn't, it's not true. Because, yeah. because, because of the history that the team has, you know, the type of players that it has produced before, and the type of feeling that you one has whenever you play bit fest because it's so small, you know, the fans there with the with their bands there, so it's always nice to play there. But I just hope it's not true. But if if it is true, I hope that everything goes smoothly, and at the end of the day, the players, you know, get their teams, and then get they get to 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 you know get the contracts where they have to play, irrespective of where they're going. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's a question that I have: Is isn't this a little bit um, indicative? I mean, they, 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 there was rumors earlier this year that they were struggling financially a little bit. I, I do believe that they were. Some people who are fired from Bidvestvitz, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Uh, but is this something that's been coming and we we just kind of went, ah, it's Bidvestvitz, they're not going to sell. And then now next thing we know, you know, we, he, he, here's this new story. But but has there been this feeling that that, that things aren't going perfectly behind the scenes there? Yeah, for, for me there has. I think the minute that Brian Joffrey stepped away from Bidvest and started his own sort of venture capitalist firm. Um, but that's when the sort of funding, because Vitz was one of the biggest spending teams in the in the PSL, if you go back two, three seasons ago, for sure. And uh, the minute Brian Joffe stepped away from Bidvest, that all stopped. And the minute that all stops, um, you know, it's a snowball effect. You get unhappy players. You don't attract the sort of players that you want. The players that deserve to be on bigger money aren't. Um, so... It's not a surprise that's, um, that they are in financial difficulty. It is a surprise if they do sell. Um, but if they do sell, it's it's yeah, it's such a shame, man. But yeah, they are struggling financially, I know. But you know, you look at Bidvest as a company who made I think seven billion profit last year. So you've got to, <laughs> it's a, it's a bizarre one. They're obviously just redirecting the spend and not too much in the in the football space, which is sad for South African football. I just hope that. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Slu. I just it, it just. I just hope that if if it's true, like if it's true that somebody from Limpopo is buying a uh, bit vets, I just hope you know to balance things out. You know, teams from Limpopo one should get relegated because you don't want to have end up having five or four teams from Limpopo and then people are because number one, there's not enough stadiums there. Uh, they're all, all going to end up using the same stadium that everybody's using, <laughs> and uh, they're traveling for players as well. Nobody, no. Let me tell you. Like the most, you know, hated trips is to go to Venda and play Black Leopards because it's too far. My man. Yeah. And hot. My hey, my, my, my friend, there's no umbrella there. The sun is just leaning against your back. It's just saying hi to you. And I think it's 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 one of those situations that could be using uh, to their advantage. But it's just that I know that, you know, with 
with whoever that's maybe that's in the verge of buying and they in Limpopo, but they need to use this as as the advantage to them because people hate coming to Limpopo because it's too far. So they need to use that, knowing for the fact that people don't like coming there, hmm. they need to use that home ground advantage to to, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But I hmm. I just I just hope that they find a way to. It, it just feels like maybe these businessmen are just super confident during lockdown and they're, they're able to just say like all these details about, about we know, we don't usually hear about this stuff like this. This is very strange. So we'll keep an eye. Yeah. We're going to have to keep an eye on that Bitvestvit situation because yeah, I don't know. Another, you know, <laughs> Bitvestvit in Limpopo is just weird. Like you don't want to ever hear that. No, no. Well, I, I, I presume he'll change the name as well, hey? I mean, I think that, that's that's a given. Or yeah. How does that work? Yeah, he will change the name. Vitz Limps. Vitz Limps. Vitz Limps. Limpopo Vitz. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, moving on, we've got the International News Desk. The international news desk is where we take a look at European leagues uh, and and check what what news is, is is popping off over there. So we've got a couple ones. Um, one of them is really good news. One I, I just want to dive into this because uh, I'd love to get you guys' thoughts on a protest during during a time like this. So obviously a lot of you know uh, America is kind of on fire right now. Um, <laughs> literally on <laughs> the streets, literally on fire. Fam. They're burning. They're burning buildings. Um, and, and in protest of the killing of George Floyd, um, another black kid killed by cops. We could get into that. That's a whole separate podcast issue. The only reason why we bring it up is because Jaden Sancho, um, he, so he's like, he's not going to face any disciplinary action over the t-shirt that he, that he had in support of, of the movement. Um, it's obviously a very political statement, but I'm happy that he's not getting punishment. Uh, what do you guys make of, 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 of sport being used as a form of protest? We've seen it over over mm. generations uh, and i think Jaden sancho is just the latest example of that um you know what do you guys make of using your platform in in this way look i'm i'm all for it if, if it's for a good cause like this is then why not i mean these guys are celebrities and and for them to get a message across which which shows that they're also human that they also care mm. and um yeah man i mean what's going on in this world is just absolutely frightening what's going on in the states is just diabolical people complain about south africa and this but i mean you know we're watching the news now in, in america it's it's absolutely unbelievable but i'm glad that there hasn't been a sanction put down on sancho for sure um and you're going to be seeing in the future that there's gonna be there's gonna be so much going on yeah. so much going on this is just the start of it man this is crazy well, yeah i was about to add on that because i think sancho has just started something that uh fifa needs to be prepared for you know, because most of the time they'll say don't wear, don't advertise anything under your T-shirt, blah blah blah. But now you're supporting a movement, mm. so probably maybe they will start uh, uh, having their own type of rules um, following this, because it's something that is very sensitive. And when he did it, it caught it caught everybody's eye. So people started speaking about it. And mm. you know, you know, whenever there's rules, uh, and especially the ones that has grey lines, I'm sure players will start taking advantage of that. So FIFA also needs to look at that. Yes, we're grateful that Sancho did that. I mean, this is a movement that we know, like you said, slow. We've been following. It's it's it affecting so many people, and it's getting worse every day. Their presidency. 
is like McMill Twitter fingers very friendly so it's <laughs> it's a very situa- it's it's a it's it's a situation that is very very um you know sensitive and i just hope that everything there will get sorted out you know mm. and uh, yeah man people could go back and and be able to live their lives as well for sure absolutely and uh, moving on we also have news from the premier league so they, um, they they have been given permission clubs have been given permission to play friendly matches with uh, strict restrictions before the restart on june 17th uh so obviously it's it's great that the league is coming back but uh they are now yeah they they, they've pushed for this they've said you know we we like the extra competition before match day before the official match days uh is this i'm wondering why other leagues haven't haven't done the same come to think of it a lot of other leagues they just trained and and went straight back in um Mm. do you think that the premier league is um is doing the right thing here or or do you think it's just kind of um uh, an extra part of training and, it, and it's nothing to write home about yeah it's it's i think they are doing the right thing i mean we're only a couple of weeks away aren't we from or not even like 10 days away from it being restarted it is so i mean take can uh, verify this it is so important i think there's nothing more important than match fitness i mm. guess in in any sport really especially football um, and especially if you're going to be playing behind, uh, you know, closed doors and empty stadiums, you sort of need to get used to that as well, which they're going to be doing now. So um, I'm very impressed with the Premier League that they've they've given this a go ahead. I hope the PSL take a, a leaf out of their book and um, a page out of their book, not a leaf. And um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that came from. And yeah, I'm happy to see this. I hope they televised. That might be pretty cool as well. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, I think you read Sean. What one? It's to get minutes, you know, mm. under your belt, and I think that's that's one thing that's important. And uh, you know, to also to be to get that competitiveness back. Uh, I think you just you know just install the type of thing back into the players. I think that's why they probably want to do that. And uh, and I think it's important as well for players as well to get back into those challenging situations because it's different when you do that with your own teammate at training and it's different when you have a training match against an opponent. Mm-hmm. So so that also plays a big part. And I think also they're trying to, they're trying to avoid having so many injuries as much as they can. So now they nobody knows what what exactly that they can do to prevent them. So they're trying to, you know, uh, probably maybe put themselves in the front foot by having friendlies and looking at mm. who who's ready for 90 minutes and who's not. But all we want is I just hope that all the football will come back. I mean, it's one of the biggest leagues in the whole world mm. and uh, anything, even if even if they can, you know, uh, show us whenever they train, we're just waiting for them to come back and play. I mean, we just miss football, you know, and... Uh, sure. Even if those friendlies, like Shona said, even if those friendlies have been recorded, come on, let them show us and let's see who's who's ready, who's not, so that we can start betting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink oh, right man. there, Deco. I caught that. Um, it's time for a quick break. We'll be back right after this. The Sokola Duma newspaper is back on your shelves. That's right. The print edition is available again. Pick up a copy at your local shop, right? You save checkers, pick and pay, spa and other stores. We're also available at petrol stations and spaza shops, so get your copy for only four rand. If you can't find a copy at your usual store, email editor at sokoladuma.co.za. And welcome back to the show. Up next, we have a segment called The Secret Footballer. 
Uh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, our sister publication, Kickoff Magazine, normally has a feature on their back page um, where an anonymous player or staff member from local football tells a story about what's going on. What you mm. got for us this week, Mr. Roberts? Yes, sir. So um, this player, I'm going to quote him now. He's talking about the struggle in relegation. Um, it can be in any league, but I'm going to quote him. He says, the priority is no longer about the success of the club. It is about the players trying to market themselves in order to get out of the situation. So that's it's very interesting. you know. And, and I, I pose this question to Teko. Mm. You know, at what point does it become about yourself and not the team? Um, it, it, you know, is it always about yourself? I mean, I've got my own opinion. Is it always about yourself um, and then the team? Or is it team first, then yourself? And I understand what he's saying here. Um, what's your opinion? Because that's it's a horrible place to be in relegation because there's so much at stake. Yeah. Uh, you know, just that I've been in relegation uh, probably for a few months and once mm. in my life. But looking at it, I think it, it also, before we can actually define uh, or or get it clear whether it's it's always been about yourself as a player or a team. I think it also depends on what type of what type of a team you're playing for or what kind of sure. ambitions the team has. Because at first you guys will always have um drop a plan in the beginning of the season. And I think come mid-season when things are getting worse, especially in the office or changing coaches, which is a symptom of all the teams that are trying to um, you know that are going down. I think players start changing the mentality by then. You know, mm. um, maybe three months uh, towards the end of the league, players started changing and now they're becoming more of themselves. They started marketing themselves more. They don't care more about the results. And it just that more, um, it affects the ones that, uh, you know, that they're not even maybe marketable or they haven't played too many games. Mm. And uh, with the longer contracts, you know, with the low uh, salaries, they're getting affected because of the end of the day, they have to go down with the team and probably play in a lower division where they don't want to go. And now you have to, if you're going to Glad Africa, now there's age restriction. So half of the sure. team is not going to play. So it's just that it, it becomes worse than before. Before you go down with the whole team and then you try and work it out and come back again. Now, they need to understand age restrictions, it's there and the salary gaps as well. So whenever they're in relegation, they need to understand that them themselves who are trying to make it about themselves, they might be in that situation where they are just sitting at home without finding a team because teams now are trying to spend less and they're mm. trying to have uh, younger players that are, that have quality. So be careful. You, know, you don't have to be a player that has a stigma of wherever you go, teams are getting relegated. Yeah. 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 I, here's, a, here's a question that I have for you, Sean. Do you think mm. that loyalty is rewarded uh, here or, or in any league? Um, and, and I ask you this because... You know, outside of the outside of the discussion around relegation, it just always seems to me that any very good player for a small team tends to be the first out the door. Uh, mm. it, it happened that IX team that made it to the semifinals of the Champions League a couple of years back. Mm. Most of that team has left the squad now, mm. um, and they haven't found the same level of success anywhere else. And so, do you think? Do you think that you know? That 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 players still want to be loyal to a club, and we we will get into one player. Ah, funnily enough, right after this, but yeah. do you think that it, loyalty is rewarded? It's it's a good question, and I think with, in my opinion, with um, an obvious answer in terms of as soon as there's so much money involved, 
I believe, and, and there are exceptions, don't get me wrong. I believe that um, loyalty disappears from both sides. Uh, and mm. at the end of the day, we've spoken about this at length, me and Teko, that at the end of the day, um, if you're not fit, the club will spit you out. If, uh, if you're not doing well, the club will spit you out. So when you are doing well and there's big offers that do come in and there's more money, you've got to look after yourself. You've always got to look after yourself. Mm. There are exceptions. Don't get me wrong. There are exceptions, but it's very, very rare these days, unfortunately, because um, being a professional sportsman is a short-lived game. You don't know when it's going to end. It could end tomorrow. So why not look after yourself, you know, and your family? And that's just that's my opinion. I think when there's so much money involved, and um, it's 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 all about you at the end of the day. And that's why I was going to say with with this with this player that that said that statement in the secret footballer that you've got to put yourself first. I believe because if you're not happy, there's no way you can make anyone else happy in terms of a team at home or whatever. So, um, but I hate using the word selfish. I use the word self first to put yourself first. And I think you always have to in, in certain situations. So I hope that answers the question, Slu. Yeah, yeah, Andre, I, I like I like that angle. That mm. I, and here's here's another thought, um, and, and that's that it doesn't really it doesn't. I, I think I think we put a lot on players, um, especially when it comes to like rival teams and stuff like that, where someone moves across the city and and suddenly they're villainized. And I think a lot of the time the player gets the bad rep for it, and you don't even know what happened behind the scenes. Yeah. So. I'd have to I'd have to agree with you there. But speaking of loyalty, uh, Happy Jelle is celebrating 14 years with Orlando Pirates. Um, he clubs most servant in the team. Uh, my gents joined them back in 2006. He's been with the Bucks ever since. Uh, two-time PSL champion, two-time MTNA champion, Nedbank Cup champ, um, and just one of the one of the one of the club's living legends um mm. you know he he hasn't always had it work out for him internationally and i think he's gotten a few snubs there but in terms of his success with pirates there's no taking away happy jelly's role um over the past decade and a half now mm. um, yeah yeah it's he he's he's remarkably um consistent and he I, I i do i do love stories like this it's very rare in the modern game where, where somebody spends so long with the team, but um, you know, what do you, what do you guys, how, how do you, how would you describe him as a player? How important has he been to the bucks over the, over the years? And what are some of the qualities that, that, you know, make him stand out from other center backs in our league? So, so here's to answer your previous question. Like now is the time that Orlando Pirates need to step in and offer him a three-year deal. So he ends his career at, at Pirates, mm. whether he starts or not, He's, he's a Pirates player through and through and, you know, they'll sort out the money aspect. That's fine. But I don't believe that Jelly should leave Pirates. And and he brings so much to the team. Forget about um, how well he plays, but he's, he's a good-looking guy. He's very marketable. He speaks very well. He's an absolute leader. He's been a powerhouse for um for pirates for like you say 14 years now he's a you know he's he's a hell of a pro and these are guys that you want to keep within the squad and post squad and and post um uh, career i mean this is a guy that you want to hopefully that gets involved in the coaching uh coaching roles it's at at, at at pirates but you've played with him hey Teko. yeah but i'm not sure about the good looking part do you do you guys need a room <laughs> 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 that's the part that i'm not sure about but yeah, okay, I, I, I take it back. <laughs> I did. I did, I, I played with with, with Happy, and 
you know, at the time, um, them and Opa Manisa and the late Senzo Mayu, they were the younger ones. They were coming up as well. But to look at, because also I was, I was telling him the other day, I was like, you know, I remember when, when I got there, how young he was and, uh, and, and how badly he wanted to be in the first team and actually play regularly because he wasn't the player that played regularly because at the time there was too many players coming in and out with different coaches as well. But for me to see all this transition that has been there, him growing with the team and him being one of those guys that is recognized as probably maybe the face of Orlando Paris for so many years. This, mm. we need to understand also that playing for a big team uh, and staying there, it's, it's very, very difficult. And he has played with all the best of the best of Orlando Paris. He's seen everybody coming in and out of the door and he's been there. I think this is one of the very, very, very rare stories in South Africa where a team is actually loyal to a player. Mm. And uh, I think I just hope that in this case with the happy things will be, you know, this can be a story that will start that trend. Because with other teams, we saw what Mamelu Sanders have done with mm. Kakana. And then now we in a pro, we, we happy has been at that. At, 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 at the Lana Pirates, even more more than Klomp has been at, at, at Mamluri Sundowns. But mm. I think these are the things that will actually encourage players, the next generation, to to look at the teams differently. To look at, maybe I want to end my career. I want to start there and play there. Because we see, we see this type of things in basketball and whatever the case might be. But we hardly see this. It's very rare to find it in football, merely because we haven't, we have, we don't, we don't have a reference. And I think Orlando Pirates now, if they can do that with Happy, they'll have a reference. And then now, even the ones that are playing in MDC, they'll look at, okay, if Happy can do that, I can also do that. I can be a one-man team. And those are the kind of things that needs to be celebrated. Mm. And as also at his age, to be still be playing, to be kept in the team to have won what he's won. I just hope that, you know, before he retires and he will be able probably maybe to add more even a trophy or two, you know, for his team as well, you know, so that whenever there's a conversation a couple of years down the line, when you speak of Orlando Pirates, when you speak of the greats at Orlando Pirates, he can be among the conversations because it's very difficult to be recognized as such in South Africa where there's so much talent. And I just want to congratulate him for uh, reaching such a milestone. You know, not everybody achieves yes, that. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. Well Agreed. Done. So I'm going to throw a spanner in the works just because, uh, you know, we have to we have to have our debates. Um, here's, I think I think rival fans are still able to appreciate Happy Jella. There's a respect there. Mm. Um, and I think a question that I have as a fan of Bafana Bafana, who have, I've, I've witnessed have defensive issues over the year, over the years. How come Happy Jello has never really been given his respect on that level? Um, he he's only made I think single single figure appearances for 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 the national side, and yeah, I, I can't reiterate enough that at least in, in 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 a country like this, we should have given more defenders a try. I mean, clearly, um, clearly he he's good enough to play for one of the best teams in the country. Why do you think he hasn't gotten the same recognition on an international level? Teko, I think you best answer this, but you've played with him. <laughs> Talk about throwing under the bus. Under the bus, eh? <laughs> um, look, Slu, taking nothing away from, from Happy Jail, I think we've seen such cases before where Dane Clay has been, is one of the guys that won so many trophies within the country, but yet he was not given that recognition in the national setup. I think it's it, it, it also becomes... Uh, you know, at the time, uh, Happy was on top of his game. He was competing. Look at the people that he was competing with. 
You know, he always competed when he was on top of his game. Play, he was playing as a right back. He was competing with Sboniso Kaka, Anelengong. These were international guys playing overseas or playing big games more than him. Because Happy also got injured. I think that also, you know, delayed so many things for him. And when he came back from that injury, he started being a centre-back. Now, being a centre-back, you're competing with Masha Maite, you're competing with Morgan Gold, Bongani Kumalo, and those are the guys that are playing regularly mm. in the national team. So sometimes, it's it's sometimes you need luck sometimes. And uh, and you, 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 you might find... Look at the way Happy Jealous' situation is. He He's not recognised in a national team setup, but he's a club legend and... Uh, and he's still playing the game. And then you find other guys that were recognized in the national team, but they're not legendary to any club that they played for. So sometimes it's about luck as well. So, you know, you need to accept what comes to you. You know, I think everybody has a different path. And I think for Happy, you know, um, of course, maybe it's one of those things that he wished that he could have done better. Mm. But here we are right now celebrating the guy that played 14 years, you know, in, in such a big team. And, uh, and uh, yeah, man. Just the national team probably maybe never happened the way that it was it's supposed to. Maybe it would be great to have an interview with him, you know, just to hear his side of the story on the national team. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the main issue is that he was too good looking for the national team. It made everybody <laughs> jealous. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, moving on, we have a segment called "This Week in Football History," where I take a look all the way back. Uh, and, and look at some of the great moments that happened this week in football history. Today we remember great moments from the past. We dive into the time capsule. Join us as we remember great moments from this week in football history. So this week in 2006, this is just funny to me. FIFA proposed an 18-team limit for top European leagues and they all rejected it. Um, it kind of ignited a mini beef between Sepp Blatter and the Premier League for like a couple months. A lot of people won't remember this, but Sepp Blatter was like low-key dissing the Premier League after this because they were the loudest in their rejection mm. of the 18-team idea. Um, this is also the week we would have celebrated Skarangobesi's 40th birthday, RIP, and happy birthday to the former Chiefs maestro. And um, also, uh, just as a fun one, this was the week where we found out the official, um, what's it, full squad for the 2010 FIFA World Cup. Um, and of course, Wanteko Modisa was included on that list. I don't know if you, you might have heard of him. Uh, <laughs> nah, nah. He's won a couple nah. things here and there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But um, yeah, uh, that is this week in football history. Uh, actually, okay, when it comes to the topic of changing the teams, changing the team limit for a league, very quickly, why, why do you think FIFA even proposed? Do you think it was like trying to create some uniformity? Because there are some European leagues that are like that are smaller, eighteen teams. There are some that are larger, twenty two, twenty four. Um, but not the top five. What do you think? Is that isn't that a little strange to you? I, I, I said Blatter wasn't really the most popular guy. Let's let's just be upfront about that. Mm. But um, why why do you think why do you think FIFA and UEFA can have such a major disagreement over something so minuscule? Well, it's 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 the same as SAFA and the PSL. You know, it's the same. I don't know. Everyone's to throw handbags and whatever. But I know the PSL have been pushing for an eight team eighteen. Uh, 
team league for quite a while and I, mm. I've got a feeling it might happen actually um, but I, I don't know I don't know what the disagreement would have been um, I don't see the problem having 18 teams in a, in a league as you as you've said there's 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 uh, leagues with 22 teams in a league so it's 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 very bizarre I, I don't know I honestly don't have an answer for that Slew Dog what do you think <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't have an answer as well because in the PSL we <laughs> did we, we had 18 teams at some point here in us we did yeah and then they, they scrapped it out. So now they want to get back to that situation again. Okay, for me, the question would be what made us to have, you know, 16 teams in the first place? You know, what will be different mm. this time? Because you don't want to be in a situation where you have 18 teams and then probably six of those teams that are there, they don't have good facilities for us to play the, the beautiful game that we want to play. Yeah, so, you that's know, the thing, yeah. You end up having one stadium that has been used by four teams. I think we need to be careful in terms of that and look at it properly and make sure that, you know, all these teams, because even now in Cape Town, for instance, if Ajax get promotion, there's going to be a problem. Mm. Do you understand? Yes, for football, it's great because now you have all these big three. They're going to come here three times, which is great for mm. Cape Town football. And even the teams, when they play against each other, it's great. It's a conversation. But facilities, that's the problem because of what? You've got mm. two stadiums and you also you got Glad Africa teams that are using these smaller stadiums. So it's going to be one of those challenges. And we don't want to see more often of this type of situations where you have all the teams and then there's no there's not enough facilities now you end up you know even when you have your home game you end up playing away and then you know you're losing revenues and all the stuff so i think yes they, they need to look at that yeah that's a good point uh, it'll be interesting also to see how this um you know it's still a rumor at this point i think but the but the sun city option of you know what does the post-covid 19 league look like really um you know we speak of this issue of of, of facilities there is a possibility that they might want to shrink and, and, and use fewer and fewer facilities just to be safer. Um, I don't know if that's a long t uh, long term solution, but well, you know, it's it's always just an interesting thing to me when we when we talk about restructuring leagues, especially at a time like this. But mm. uh, here's a story mm. that just doesn't seem to go away. Uh, Chiefs have reignited their interest in Gavin Hunt. Um, I'm going to be honest here. It really feels like Gavin doesn't want to coach Chiefs. Um, so I don't know why this conversation keeps on popping up. Um, but yeah, according to CS sources, uh, Gavin Hunt is back on Chiefs radar. Um, we spoke about Chiefs' coaching situation quite a few times on this show. And we've also spoken about the fact that obviously Pizza was talking, um, you know, about them when he said that a rival team was chasing him. So, again, it's it's, it's what Deco said uh, last time around. How do, how are they going to look mid and open the eye and be like, yeah, let's finish it off. Let's finish <laughs> what we started. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. We've spoken about this at such length and how... I think Middendorp is getting the, the short end of the stick here without a doubt. I mean, what he's accomplished now at, at Chiefs is, is great. But like Teko has said before, where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm. And, um, you know, and now all these rumors about Vitz moving to Limpopo. I can't see Gavin Hunt going to Limpopo. Can you? I really don't. Um, if that does happen. And so you've got to ask... Jeez, maybe maybe is there is something going on behind closed doors. I do agree with you, Slu. I'm, I'm not sure he's he's super keen on it, but I think he'll be more keen on that than going to bloody Limpopo. I can tell you that. 
how do you think how do you think his his um his skin will react to the to the extra sunlight and, and high temperatures and forth? Oh man, I'm just worried if there's any golf courses out there because he loves his golf, you know. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think I think it's it's I think Teko has said it like where there's smoke, there's fire. So it's it's very interesting and it's um. Yeah, I know there's interest obviously in Baxter as well, but uh, oh, it's a tough one, hey. I think I think I, also, I, still, I still don't see it. Yeah, I think we we we, I think we've we've said this before. Like we 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 in a situation or in a position where rumors are gonna be flying around until you know the start of the league or when maybe the registration is closed. There's always gonna be rumors flying around, mm. and uh, it's 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 worse when you're a coach that you're not likable. People, you know, people can relate to you, and we know what Mudendorf uh, is. I think the media is not, he's not the guy for the media. You know, he doesn't give them that. And uh, um, it's, I think it's safe to say many people will like to see him leave. And I don't think these rumors will stop even if he wins the league. And think uh, maybe when if Kaiser Chimps can come out and squash those rumors, I think that will be that will be it. But for the fact that they keep coming back and coming back, and uh, no official statement comes out from the team, you could maybe you can assume that you know behind closed doors, you know people are start cooking, they're putting ingredients in there, and they're trying to probably see what's going to happen come next season. And uh, and uh, of course, as a coach, might not be a good feeling. But as coaches, I think you're going into the job, you know that any any time you know can be your last day, and I think you're trying to do the best that you can while while you're there. And uh, I think Morindo Pishana and his his respected case Chiefs. Mm. Let's see what happens. But yeah, I don't think uh, that if the team Bitvets move to Limpopo, I don't think anybody could be in a position to afford Gavinan in the first place. Imagine going yeah. to Limpopo there. I don't think they'll afford him. You know. Look, look. Whatever happens with Middendorp, I can tell you something that he can leave Chiefs with his head held up high if he yeah. does go. I'm just saying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What he's yeah. accomplished there is great. He won't struggle to find another club. I can guarantee you. But um, again, we're just speculating here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is my thing. Is is that if all of this is true, I, I just kind of get the. I Chiefs come off a little desperate here because. I'm starting to kind of see most most other uh, coaches in the top five, top six teams. It looks like they're fairly comfortable. Super Sports United are happy with Gaetano Temba. Hmm. Uh, Mamelodi Sundowns clearly very happy with 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 Pizzo. Pirates have just found Zim, Zimbabwe. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, all of these teams seem to be comfortable, and and there's just this growing unrest at Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, I, I'm wondering, do you think if, if if they can't get a guy like Gavin? Do you think they they go international and look for 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 an overseas coach? Copy their neighbors. I I I again I it's it's such a weird one. I, I've got a funny feeling that Middendorp would stay. To be honest, if if they don't it, again, if if this is true with Gavin Hunt and Gavin says no, Stuart Baxter says no, or they don't come to an agreement, then um, the, I I can't see them going anywhere else. To be honest. I can't because to come and coach Chiefs is a different animal altogether. You can't just come into Chiefs and start working wonders. It's, it's not like that. Um, and obviously, Tech will agree with me. It's a three to five year plan. And I think I think what Millendorp has done there is um, exceptional. And he would be very unlucky to leave if, if he had to go, to be honest. Yeah. And uh, and we all know that, you know, that three to five year playing Chiefs, it's something that they mm. don't have at this at the, at the moment. So No chance. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's, it's uh, let's see what Murindop says. And I, I'm sure that Murindop can't wait to win the league. And I'll be like, 
Yeah, yes. you can say whatever you are now in the league after so many years. Yeah. I think it's under pressure. And I also feel like, Slu, I also feel like maybe KZ Chiefs, they're not as comfortable or confident as they were in terms of winning the league. You know, because because they probably feel like, you know, everybody is happy around us but ourselves. Because remember mm. the sundowns, they're showing their happiness. They come out, they sign their coach, blah, blah, blah. Fantastic. Orlando Pirates, they're talking about the future and the coach is settled there. Fantastic. The players are renewing contracts and all that stuff. Whenever it comes to KZ Chief, there's always stories. Mm. You know, contract delays, this, this, this. And this is the, this is the team that is on number one. They haven't won the league since since uh, Tata Matiba was still alive. They need to be careful because they are not in a situation where it's very guaranteed that they're going to win the league. So they have a mountain to climb and they mm. don't want to find themselves uh, causing enough problems into the, into the team that actually, actually distract them. Because number one, you don't want the coach to be distracted. You want the coach to be as comfortable as he was. Mm. Yes, he's got a mandate. Just remember what's in the contract. You guys, you have the mandate and then come back. Because also you... you, 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 you Players also read the newspapers. Also, players go into the internet. They see all these things. So now, if as a team, mm. as a team, you don't come out with the, with the statement, even if it's a one line, come out with a statement and reaffirm the coach's position. Also, it reaffirms the players as well that I'm and some Nandi. You know, we have a coach that the team is believing in. But I, like I'm saying, like there's too many things happening at Kaiser Chiefs. So if they don't win the league, don't be surprised. I won't be how about this? Uh, how about this for a question, Sean? Apart from the legacy, and we all know the Chiefs' legacy and 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 how a lot of coaches would love that job, but is it a desirable job at the moment? Given the fact that you you can be number one, people are still talking about. So Gavin Hunt, we should call <laughs> like you know what I mean? Is it is it a desirable gig? If you were a coach, would you feel comfortable um, taking on a role like that? Well. Again, this is, I mean, Chiefs might not even be able to make any signings. Do you remember? I mean, they've still got this mm. this case pending. So, yeah. Um, but Slu, I think um, as a player, I think if you're a local player, it might be a dream to play for Kaiser Chiefs. If, if you're a coach, it might be a dream to coach uh, Kaiser Chiefs. So, I think it's a desirable, I think it's a desirable club just because it's a massive club. It'll be good for anyone's CV. Would it be uh, rainbows and peaches when you get there? Absolutely not. You know, you, you're going to have to have the backing of the management, as we know that some coaches do and don't have there. So that can make it very, very difficult. But I'm sure it's desirable for most coaches, to be honest. It's, it's a massive, massive team. One of the biggest teams in Africa mm. with the biggest stories, massive fan base. And you can create something special there um, if you're given the support. So... Yeah, I think it is desirable to uh, uh, for sure. Yep, yep, yep. Agreed, agreed. Mm. Very scary stuff. You know what else is scary? Mm. Driving way too fast. <laughs> um, and uh, I think uh, our boy Gabuza needs a, a stern talking to. Uh, this dude is caught going 213 kilometers per hour in a 120 kilometer zone. Uh, this was on the N1 in Johannesburg. I have a few questions. Sure. Where was he going? Why was he going there so quickly? Um, what and was it was under lockdown, up? wasn't it? Yeah, it's Sunday, the Sunday, the twenty fourth of May. Like it's not, you know, it, it, maybe if this happened after June first, and you have a couple more options to go, but I, I don't get it. Where, where is he speeding? Maybe you guys as players can let me know. Um, maybe he's, maybe he, maybe he misses running down the wing. You know, maybe <laughs> there's maybe there's an underlying issue here, but um, 
What what do you make of Gabuza, you know, getting caught speeding? Um, maybe, let me ask you, if you were his homie, how would you give him the, the talking to? What the f*** are you doing, man? <laughs> That's what I'd say. Jeez. I mean, there's so much at stake here. I mean, he's just been given a new lease of life and he's doing so well at his club. What are you doing? And I don't know if it was personal, so um, I hope it wasn't. I hope everyone's okay in the family and whatnot. But, um, yeah, but I, I just, I get so disappointed when I read stories like this, that where guys have got everything on the platter and they, sometimes they just make such stupid mistakes and stupid, yeah. just a lapse of concentration. It, it breaks my heart. But, I mean, there's even talks of him being arrested. Um, it's, it's, you know, getting a, a criminal record. I mean, it's crazy. And I think because it's been done under lockdown, the whole situation has been sort of blown up. Mm. Um which which it is it is a it is a hectic situation don't get me wrong i mean going at speeds like that is a danger not just to himself but imagine crashing into a family and oh man it's just devastating so yeah you you know my sentiments on this i'm not very impressed i'm not too happy about it but what can we do hey i mean i hope everything just gets sorted out and i hope he still continues his form on the field because uh he's been doing really well ah thank you sean thank you sean mm. you said it pleasure sir Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, that's sad, bro. That's sad, bro. Teko doesn't have a, it sounds like he doesn't have an input yet. No, yeah, no, man. It's, look, guys, we, we, um, I, I don't want to speak like such things are not happening, mm. you know, and I don't want to also be like, um, I've, I've probably never broke the law in terms of the speed. But now, speaking from a responsible side, is like, um, for Gabuza, for instance, he, like you said, Sean, has been given, you know, a new opportunity to to do something with his career, revive his career, become a better person, become a better player. Yes, guys, we might have emergencies, but that doesn't give us an excuse to start doing such mistakes because at the end of the day, the punishment is very harsh. So I think um, it's a mistake that people should be learning from it. I think there's other stories that should be start fading in our careers. Every season we find such a story, certain certain player, it's, it's either found drinking and driving or either found high as speeding. I think those are the kind of things that we need to, you know, mm. they need to let go of. These are bad habits, and 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 I think the one thing that needs to come back to should be uh, being a professional. You know, professionalism should be one thing that's on the forefront. I think we should start celebrating those type of things because yes, people sir. tend to forget that they're professionals by doing certain behaviors. You know, the day that you sign a professional contract at the PSL, you actually saying to yourself that I have to behave in a certain manner. You can't behave the way you were behaving when you're playing in Latin Africa or whatever the case might be. So I just think it's a responsibility type of thing. And like you said, I just hope that he, he, uh, whoever that he was rushing to is okay. But that's, that doesn't give anybody an excuse to, to break the law. Yes, for sure. For sure. Uh, you know, take an Uber, man. It's, it's, and and you know what you know what i've I've actually cracked the case all right um i think i think we're bagging on gabuza too much the real criminal here is sean roberts you know he's been talking (laughs) he's been talking about all these cars and they and and, and how fast they can be he's getting in people's heads uh so (laughs) i don't know can you give us a slower one maybe a safe maybe a volvo sean how about that what an intro it's the car of the week we've seen uh, fortune makaringe pictured with a bmw 135 this is considered one of the better cars on the road in terms of handling 
The interior, I feel, still the A3 model tops it. If you had to compare BMW 135 to anything else on the road, I would say the Audi S3, which in my opinion, there's no comparison. S3 all the way, ranging from 430,000 to 650 top end. I'm going to give the BMW 135 a 7.5 or 7.5 out of 10. It looks cool, sounds cool, but for me, there's something missing or maybe it's just that I'm not a BMW fan. Boom. BMW, they say be my wife. <laughs> yeah, what's it, what's it they? They always say, what was the old ad? Uh, BMW, was it never beats the Benz? When, yeah, you know, yeah, when brands like that, used yeah. To, they used to like just straight up attack each other in their adverts. It was insane. <laughs> but I, I, miss the, I miss those days, you know what I mean? It still happens um, in America where you can advertise like that. It's, it's brilliant yeah, to watch. But obviously, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't happen here anymore, which sucks. I mean, there is one. Uh, uh, what's it, Nando's? But we we gotta stop. I gotta stop mentioning their name. All right, we, we're waiting for them to come through and sponsor us, Nando's. All right, okay. We, we give you enough free press over here, but <laughs> one day, one day, <laughs> one, one, day. one of these days. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, it'll help some motivation. I think. I think that that's what yes, that's what'll help us reach new heights, Sean. Uh, what you got? Are we ready? This, this is a goodie. We must be willing to let go of the life we have planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us and i think this is very much um in tune with with sportsmen going through that transition from playing to not playing that um we sort of need to move forward for the exciting life that is waiting for us and sort of let go of what's happened and be grateful for what's happened in the past yeah so yeah it's a it's a quote that is very close to my heart and i hope it's uh, it resonates with people out there do, do. very nice mm. thank you very much and that is how we wrap up episode number 30 of the car wash and uh I'd like to thank uh, our 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 esteemed guests or co-hosts <laughs> rather but sean roberts <laughs> and Tekum Widisa, thank you very Shall much wait. uh and whether you are listening on sl radio spotify apple google play or mahi gang fm thank you very much for joining the show and that is how we sign off from game time cheers 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 today is a great day for a car wash yeah sure car wash <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on soccer la duma radio this is a hang on a corner